Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello listeners, and in this preview pod, we've got Japes talking about the 5-3-2 formation and other funky formation choices. And we also get a pro coach's thoughts on beating dropback and possession players, plus loads, loads more. I'm your host, Ben, and you're listening to the Foot Weekly podcast brought to you by Foothead and our patrons. This extended preview of the full supporter exclusive episode is made possible by ExpressVPN. Hello and welcome to week 12 of the Foot Weekly podcast. Bit of a bumper episode this week. We've got three guests with me. The regular voice of Air Japes Fever. Air Japes, how are we? Fantastic. Just enjoying the holiday season and uh, trying to get more FIFA in than I've been able to. But, you know, sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, and you're going to be chatting about an interesting formation that you've started using a little later in the pod. We'll leave the listeners guessing for now. Mm. We've also got Nate, the foot accountant, (laughs) who has been on the pod before, but it's good to have you back. How are you? Great to be back, Ben. Thanks for the uh, invite back. And I was saying before this uh, first half, we're going to cover gameplay stuff because Japes might need to go. And uh, we'll hear from you a bit, Nate, but uh, your chance to shine will be in the second half um, when we chat content. Team of the group stage, which is pretty exciting, and Footmas as well. We've got Scoldy as well, a new guest on the podcast. Uh, Scoldy, you are a pro FIFA coach for Falcon. Is that, that is correct. Uh, also, half retired pro player since before. Ah, and is that retirement because you're not good or is it just because you want to uh, no, I would say mainly it's because I <laughs> I would say mainly it's because I am I'm not committed enough to play the game because I, I don't really have time I have a commitment with the work uh, you know working full-time with yeah, other stuff yeah. and and then you know you got to give your girlfriend some time and, and you have a dog as well so it's it's a lot of other commitments that 
I don't have time to play midweek. Yeah. A harsh start to your uh, your debut on the pod. <laughs> you know, Japes is having a renaissance, isn't he? So uh, you never know when your <laughs> your chance may come. In terms of what you do for your job, you mentioned it briefly there. You coach a team of players. How many have you got? And what kind of stuff do you offer them? I suppose exactly. So we're a team of uh, of three players, including myself. Uh, so I have two players that I've had since since the end of end of FIFA 19, where we where we competed in the Swedish league, Eyal uh, Svenskan. Uh, so basically what I do is I review their gameplay, you know, get some matches versus pro players and, and tell them what to improve in such ways that, uh, and what to think about. And as well, you know, when, when we're in a tournament and, and playing in the Swedish league, it's, it's more like live match coaching where I give them some insights of, of what they should think about that you don't see as a player as always. So. Yeah, well, what's a good example of something like that? Because, I mean, people are aware of what coaching might mean in real football, right? But in a FIFA context, if you're at a tournament, what's like a typical thing you might say to a player? But for example, if you're looking at the gameplay and you see that the, the player is struggling, he's he's not getting anywhere, and you might suggest that he changes the formation, uh, open, you know, mm-hmm. the, the custom tactics and change the width so you get some more spaces or, or you know, to think about this. And, for example, if, if the ball is played into the box, the guy is constantly turning to the left, so, you know, turn to the right instead. You know, just basically yeah. like stuff that he doesn't normally see because you're so into the game and, and you don't realize the mm. pattern of your opponents. And then in terms of like long-term things that you might get players to work on week to week, is there other stuff? Yeah, but exactly. For example, you know, you got to have kind of different tricks in your toolbox. So, for example, if, if you have a player mm. who's used to playing 4-4-2, you got to tell him that, okay, you might want to learn how to play 4 one 2 2 uh, over the next couple mm. weeks because uh, it's it's two different kind of formations and it offers different kind of things that is a good assets to have in your toolbook. Uh, and the more mm. tricks you have in your book, the, the harder, uh, the more unpredictable you will become. Do you have a sort of certain selection of formations that you would almost recommend your pros pick up and use? And what are they this year? Because that'd be quite interesting for our listeners, I imagine. Uh, there are, of course, the, the meta formations, which is four four two or four two three one that everyone seems to be playing. Uh, otherwise, there's the four one two one two, which is uh, the diamond, of course, uh, which a lot of players pro, uh, play. But I would say mainly, you know, it's, it's all about finding your own gameplay. Uh, you should never really rely on what's what's meta. And, and, and that's one thing that I really like about Japes, for example, that this guy, he goes, he goes his own way and, you know, he tries different things, you know, in order to achieve. And, and when you have that kind of unpredictability that you're maybe playing a formation uh, that no other players use, then you have a, a slight advantage because they're, they're so used to playing mm. the 4-2-3-1 or 4-4-2 formations that, you know, you know exactly the flaws and of the formation yeah and i feel like this is something you know japes you'll probably appreciate i think a lot of players they see the patterns appearing that they're very used to and you probably find when you're playing the formations that you play which are slightly different you'll notice even the best players not maybe recognizing a player's run or player's movement right using a a different formation yeah i um i played a game this past week uh which uh scoldy's actually seen against a newly signed emls pro that i had quite a bit of success playing the 532 which is my current formation of choice um just because i don't think he was used to playing against it or used to playing against the patterns and so i think for me it's it's one of those things over the years if i like look back at my entire fifa career where i went uh i played like the 352 very very early on and then picked up the false nine and it's one of those things where, for me, I, I, I kind of pride myself on the idea that I can put my stamp on a game uh, with a different type of philosophy, formation philosophy or play style. And so each year, I'm kind of always on the lookout for a different a formation that gives me a different type of advantage that allows me to play a style that's a little bit unique um, mm. and off meta. So 
I don't know. I think it's fun. And it, it certainly sometimes plays to my strengths and gives me an advantage. And then other times there's, I really should just be more willing to play the meta style because <laughs> there's a reason that it's the meta style, you know? And do you, I, I personally find it, it'd be interesting to know what you think about this. And you come to this point in the year where people are maybe thinking, oh, well, I'm reaching a point where it's going to cost me a lot to upgrade my team. Maybe I might find players around, say, team of the year or footmas, which interests me. But at the moment, my team has been consistent for a week or two. And I think, I don't know about you, but I often think one of the best ways to keep it fresh is trying a totally different formation. And you don't have to do it all, you know, for every game of a weekend league. But if you have another one on your custom tactics, I think it, it keeps the game quite fresh. Yeah, I, I think there's certainly something to that. I think it's nice to, uh, as, as you mentioned, like keep it fresh. But I also think it's nice to play that like tactical game in a sense where you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out uh, which formation might be best depending on what your opponent's playing. And, uh, you know, beyond just the 11 players that you got that you have on your side and 11 players that they have on their side. So it's just adding that extra little bit of an element to replicate what managers for your favorite club might be thinking about going into their matches hmm. and scotty have you yourself found any kind of hidden gem formations i guess in this year's game no we're looking at for example jpc sent me his gameplay of the three five uh five three two there which he played uh versus the pro mm. there and and i can realize it in, in a formation where where his opponent was playing the four one two one two diamond it actually gave japes a, a slight advantage in, in terms of of winning possession in the in the in the field, which led to mm. him being able to you know basically break him open every single time. So it was a really interesting game to watch. Uh, so I would say the five three two, it's it's a good formation, but I I would I want to say more. Uh, I want to see more of the four one two one two, for example, the diamond, because it seems like a lot of people are not using it since it's always the four two three one four four two, or the four triple two, which is which is being used. So. That's interesting because I think it maybe is more common kind of the lower end though. You know, I, I feel like a lot of teams I get sent or squads that I see when I'm playing people in early weekend league, I feel like the the diamond is more common. And then maybe as you go up the sort of levels, you get more to the four four two and and the four two 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 maybe at the kind of higher higher echelons of the the weekend league. I would say exactly no because but the, when you're playing the four one two one two diamond versus a four four two or four two three one, you basically get flawed on on the wings. So you you expose mm. yourself through through a wing play, which which is very effective in FIFA twenty. So in a way, you don't want to leave that to your opponent because if, if he gets down the wing and then he's going to come with the center mids, which most likely is going to be Hulit and, uh, yeah, who is it? Firmino or Screen Firmino or someone like that. Uh, and then he's mm. going to cut it back and he's going to start rolling the ball and you're going to be basically, basically screwed. And, uh, Nate, just from your perspective, is there any, this is a very broad question, which you might not be able to answer, but when certain metas like develop, do you, do you feel like you see that in the, in the transfer market when you're trading players and, and looking at investments? I would say yes to that. I think especially sometimes around some of those positions where, you know, especially like pro events, you see like last year, the Vandersar example of when everybody started using Vandersar on their teams. Uh, so maybe more around specific players and how they perform in game and how they get it, um, the attention at the pro level. Mm. But formation wise, I don't know if that's super, let's say the four, two, three, one's so popular, but then all of a sudden like, something with left wing and right wing becomes very popular. I don't think that a lot of the left wings and right wings will be affected too much by that. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's not like back when uh, formation cards existed as consumables, meta formations did make an impact on the market because you'd have like a four one two one two 
narrow formation card you'd have to like apply to your team to get full cam mm-hmm. you, you'll remember that james i'm sure oh yes it was an absolute oh, yes. nightmare it was one of the worst things in the game that is oh is... it was fine <laughs> <laughs> so if let's say you were playing like a 4-1-2-1-2 and you needed to put a 4-1-2-1-2 consumable on every one of your players to get them to full chem but you could also get like a not quite green but basically green if you put like the 4-4-2 consumable on your striker because it was a two up top formation it's absolutely a nightmare like imagine that on top of fitness and back then you had morale as well <laughs> so uh, it was a it was not a fun time but probably great for traders uh, i have to say but yeah sorry we've we've veered off talking about this 5-3-2 which i wanted to hear jape's thoughts on what, what was your kind of reason behind going in for that formation um, this last weekend let's see reason behind i think i i maybe used it in a draft which is like i use drafts to pick random formations just to see that how mm. they feel because like why not i don't know how to explain it but like every so often i'll be using a an off meta formation and something sort of just clicks right and you sort of like see or feel that potential that the formation would have and I I played it and I I felt that um, I'd been playing the three five two as you know and so the five three two felt like a combination of the four four two and three five two in a way where you still had your two strikers but you had flat midfielders and then you still had the width mm-hmm. uh, that was given to you via the left wing back and right wing back in this sense so I play it in a uh, what I think is a pretty aggressive style uh, where I have a a higher than normal depth um, and then more players getting into the box. And so it sort of attacks like a 3-1-2-2-2 in a sense, which is fun. It's, you know, it's unique. Playing that formation doesn't feel like any other formation that you're going to play. And Mm -hmm. for a, I don't want to say like possession style player, because there are times when I think it's important to play possession and recycle possession. uh, But there are times when you need to counter. And I like the variety of play style that it's been able to offer me so far. Nice. What players have you got in the different positions? I've got a mega mega team now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm Um, thinking in terms of a style of player, because I doubt people are going to be able to go to get those players. Yeah. It's different. It's a little bit weird. You, you know, I like for my central center back, I have screen PK there, and I think he's exactly what you would want in that position. Uh, a bigger guy that's got good physical, but also very strong passing. So he's there. You want quicker players as your left center back and right center back. So I've got actually road to the final Allen as my right center back and uh, hmm. Militao as my left center back. And Allen, while it is probably a wonderful holding midfielder i prefer the one to watch de young as my holding midfielder so alan at least for the time being because he's first owner and i think his price is going to go up he's sort of just hanging out in the squad um is playing my right center back i've got the prime zanetti and red tellas playing left wing back or right wing back and left wing back respectively and then the midfield is where it's kind of interesting. As I mentioned, I've got that one to watch De Jong. So yeah, stay back on him, really kind of like a pivot in a sense for your entire team operating as a cleaning up possession. And you so see you want someone with high interceptions, but medium high work rate, I think is kind of important for that role uh, mm. in good passing. But And then the, the left center mid and right center mid, I've got uh, Baby Zidane and Neymar. Um, and Zidane is exactly what you would want in one of those uh spots neymar is again a first owner card that is just really really good in the game i I don't think he's ideal for the position at all and doesn't offer much defensively which can uh create problems at times and so in the future replacing him with a 
more defensive or at least as a player that has a better physical presence. So like a Socrates or someone like that, that would at least feel like a bigger body in the midfield would be useful. And then up front, it just your standard attackers that you think are good. So you could use uh, Neymar, Mbappe, Messi, uh, you know, Eusebio, whoever, whoever it might be um, up top. And it, it works, it works pretty well for me. Nice. And then it says the fullbacks, they're basically playing like a right mid, left mid then, I guess it sounds like from the way you're playing it. Yeah, or sometimes right wing and left wing. Um, I have them on always overlap and join the attack, so it's it's really aggressive. And but it's you know it's just more fun that way, Ben. It's just more fun. <laughs> I can't disagree. Add to talk of more fun. There's plenty more gameplay chat to come, including whether you should copy people's tactics and how to beat high pressure, low depth players. Now though, it's a chance for me to thank ExpressVPN who've made possible this extension to this week's preview of the Foot Weekly Bonus Patron Podcast. In the internet age, it's easy to feel like you have all the freedom in the world. The truth is, however, we've never been monitored more by governments, ISPs and ad companies. In fact, all UK internet service providers have to keep records of your online activity for 12 months. This includes all the websites you visit, apps you use and your private conversations. That's why we protect our online privacy with ExpressVPN. Wherever you are, whether you're at home or on public Wi-Fi, if you don't want your ISP or anyone else snooping on your data, you've got to use a VPN. And this doesn't just affect people in the UK. In the US, ISPs can even sell your data to advertising companies. ExpressVPN is super easy to use. Just download the app on your computer or phone, click connect, and like magic, you're connected. You can use the internet just like you would normally, but with ExpressVPN, your data is encrypted and your IP address is masked. Having experienced various different VPNs when I was living in the US, ExpressVPN is definitely the best in my view. And right now, with this exclusive link for Foot Weekly listeners, you can get three months free with a one-year package. Just go to expressvpn.com foot. So that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash foot. While you're punching in web addresses, why not go to bit.ly slash morepod, that's bit.ly slash morepod, where you can become a patron for just $3 a month and you get all the bonus podcasts that we put out ad-free and early too. That's bit.ly slash morepod for the full version of this podcast. Right, let's get back into the second half of the preview. I started by asking Scoldy what he thought of people copying formations and tactics that they see on the likes of Twitter, etc. I would say, honestly, I, I'm not a big fan of coping someone else's custom tactics because every individual player plays the game differently. Uh, yeah, so yeah. basically, I've seen a lot of people co- copy, for example, Boras Legends tactics, Ovi's tactics, or any of those YouTubers who puts it up on, on, on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. So this le- basically leads to that they are playing a kind of football that you might not play. And, and this is going to lead into conflicts because what I've done over the past few years is I've, I've tried different kind of things in, in order to, to achieve the good kind of tactics I want for my team, which suits my my play style. Uh, for example, mm. I'm a, I'm a more of a defensive player, which likes to play with counterattack than fast paced fast paced team and fast paced counterattacks. While defensively, I want to be solid. So you know, in order to build it, I gotta try different kind of things in order to try different kind of players that suits my gameplay. Uh, and and if you mm. go copy somebody else's uh, custom tactics straight off you might not get the same effect you might actually get a worse effect because this this player you're copying it might doing something completely different from what you're used to yeah i think it's also important to understand how tactics work and what the different uh parts do and how uh, they relate to the play style that you have so mm. like 
I, I like when I, I almost always start when it's a new formation on just pure balanced right down the middle. And then if I find like, you know what, I don't feel like I have enough attacking options, right? I, I crank that one up a little bit more. Or if I feel like I'm getting beaten with through balls too much, maybe I drop the depth a little bit. Or if my back line's too far back and they're not pressuring and trapping the opponent the way I want to, then maybe crank the depth up a little bit. So, or to Scoldy's point that he's talking about when he's coaching, if he's in a situation where uh, it's clear that his player isn't taking advantage of the wide spaces enough, right? Just, just being aware of and being a bit analytical over what's working and or what has you're playing with a new formation, what you feel like is the hiccup there. Because if you're looking online and you're like, hey, so-and-so is having success playing that formation, it's not working for me. It's either don't play that formation, right? Or well, maybe adjust the tactics so they're a little bit different because the pass that your first pass that you might think to make is going to be different than the first pass that they think to mm. make. Yeah. I always think it's important that if you're looking at picking up another player's tactics formation etc that you if you can check out their gameplay or at least have an idea of how they look to play the game um, I know that's something you do James if you're you know you're saying the other week about using one of Marcuso's tactics you've been watching his stream for example mm. I think that's always quite useful I mean obviously on the pod we can't show gameplay but we do at least explain how we're using the formation not just the tactics themselves and I think that was a point you wanted to make James wasn't it you were saying chatting to me about how you felt like the five-three-two is a formation which really struggles, you know, if you've got delay or something, because you you need that kind of responsiveness to make it work. Yeah, the delay thing is always a touchy and <laughs> tricky subject, but it, it, it's it's certainly one of those formations that I feel like you it's a bit more nuanced, and you're not the the lanes and the individual matchups that are created if you're playing on a poor connection it's a it's a tricky formation to play and you're you know you're better off playing some of the meta formations that are more forgiving mm. do you, do you re- recommend at all scoldy like changing your tactics is it something we get asked quite a lot actually is there a special formation or certain formation that you'd recommend if people have delay or are struggling to, I would to say honestly, get that responsiveness out of the game. I would say honestly, in, in a way that it's the, the four two three one can never go wrong. Uh, really, no matter what, throughout mm-hmm. the years, it's always been the most solid formation in in no matter what kind of gameplay you're playing, because it offers mm-hmm. all the kind of things you need. You have two CDMs, you have a cam, you have two wingers, and then you have a striker. For me, as if I would have struggles with anything, I would say the the four two three one is is the to go formation for me always. Mm, that's interesting, Nate. What, what formation are you playing at the moment? I run a four two three one as well, but I'm I'm a gold three kind of guy, so I should pay attention more to the uh, to the tactics and that sort of thing. But mm. time is of the essence, and sometimes that kind of falls to the wayside as the coins and stuff like that goes up higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about the four two three one actually because I played it for a pretty much whole weekend league, a weekend league or two ago. Uh, and did enjoy it but what I actually found playing the following weekend is I switched to the formation that I've enjoyed most over the years the 4-2-3-1 brackets 2 so you know, it's basically the same but you've got right mid and left mid for some reason I found that way better than the 4-2-3-1 I don't know if it's because you can have more control over the instructions on your wide players whereas with the cams in the 4-2-3-1 you can't really instruct them so much you've just got free roam and drift wide I think and stay forward come back on defence there's a lot more you can do with the right mid and left mid and I also felt like, especially when you're playing players at the moment who are quite happy to defend really narrow, the four two three one, you can find that 
those cams do want to play like cams, not so much like right mid and left mid. I found that actually in the four two three one brackets two, it felt like I was stretching my opponent that much more. And I was just thinking, I know a lot of people do stick to the four two three one because it kind of is that important to uh, to many people who've really not seen a reason to veer away from it because it works and it's successful most of the time. I do think the four two three one is something that's a quite simple switch away. And if you want to add that to your custom tactics options, it's quite a, an easy one to adapt to, but might give you a little bit more more of an option to kind of stretch your opponent uh, in a way that you won't be able to do with the four two three one. So that'd be kind of my formation related tip of the week, I think. But yeah, it was interesting going into that five three two. I've got a couple of gameplay questions before we move on to content uh, discussion from listeners. One of the things we get asked a lot, actually, and I, I always think it's worth going back to and, and getting different people's thoughts on. Uh, so something for you, Scoldy. Gateo twenty seven asks tips on how to deal with players who drop back on defence and then play for sixty five to seventy percent possession on offence. So this is always the tricky kind of opponents. Uh, it's the f- people that basically takes the joy out of the game in this year. People who drop back and then as soon as they get the ball, you're not going to see the ball for another 20 minutes. Uh, but but the key word here is simply patient. Uh, the most mm-hmm. important thing is to not give up the first goal and, and you should never rush in defense. So basically just let him hold the ball and you know force him outside of your, your penalty box and just basically let him play it around you. Uh, because if he's not going forward, then there's no need to press either because as long as the game is nil-nil, then you know it's it. You just gotta take it, and mm. and in terms of when you get the ball, you just gotta do exactly the same. You gotta start holding the ball, because usually the best way to strike these kind of people is is to play by their own methods, so that you hold the ball instead of rushing your attacks. And uh, because if you rush the attacks, you're gonna lose the ball, uh, and then you're gonna sit there for another twenty in-game minutes and just be very bored. <laughs> And do you have any tips if people do go behind against players who are trying to keep the ball in terms of pressing? Because I think that's actually one of the hardest things. And uh, I think personally is once you kind of start to get it, it can really change your your kind of performance in a weekend league because you start to be able to put pressure on players and that can actually get your results in the final 20 minutes of a game you, you weren't really expecting. Exactly. Now, what I would, uh, what I would suggest is that if you feel like you're playing one of those players and you're constantly losing the ball and you're not getting it back, so I would basically hit the pause button and then you change the uh, the offense to uh, to pressure off the possession loss. So as soon as you lose the mm. ball, you're going to have to pressure, but but it's going to also leave you, leave you wide open at the back or it's going to leave you more vulnerable mm. than you were before. But if you go 1-0 behind, you, that's what you got to do. Uh, and when you start hitting the 65th, 70 minute, you got to go team press as well. So, so, mm. so basically you got to force him to, to make mistakes. And if it's a good player, then of course he's going to hold the ball really well. But most people like do this, uh, maybe around goal one, goal two, they, they're going to make mistakes in, in, in the possession play. Yeah, that's true actually. And, uh, I often find that, you know, against these kind of players, if you do heavy press them, suddenly, you know, they, they actually struggle because their passing game isn't quite as good as they're making themselves look initially, I think. Japes, what are your thoughts on this? I think we've covered this a few times when you've been on the pod, but have you picked up anything recently? How are you finding the 5 through to at getting at players who like to hold the ball? Yeah, a little a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I it's just, I am not a patient player, uh, <laughs> like, at all. So I'm patient maybe with my own buildup. I always, I'm one of those players that always wants to have the ball. And so for me, I tend to overpress and not be 
patient enough. And sometimes that causes problems because I'll drag players out of positions that really don't need to be dragged out of position. And so I think for Tiscoli's point to be able to take a, a deep breath and wait for the right time to make an interception or the right time to go for a tackle is really, really important. And I think one thing that's kind of worked for me lately is I've I've tried to mix up how I press players like that or like what angle I'll take or when I switch uh, or how I time the switch in the midfield to try to just throw them off and become a little bit more unpredictable defensively. And so is that using second man press or just pressing or? I'm using the uh, R2 <laughs> and, <laughs> and charging straight at them. <laughs> oh, so, you're, wait, so you're not using second man press? Uh, no, I will. But okay. more often than not, I'm trying to use it less and less and trying to perhaps like be more what sometimes amounts to guessing, but switching maybe a little bit early and trying to get in front of the pass that they're trying to play. Like I see pros do it a lot where I'm just not as good at it, where they'll like, they'll take a player and they'll run at the guy that has the ball. And then like, as they're sort of about to get there, then they'll switch. I'm trying to figure out how to do that and incorporate it into my game. I'm just not as good at consistent player switching as they are. And I guess, Scotty, that's something that you train your players on. Exactly. Or do they already know that? When they, no, yeah. actually, I started to learn this way, way back in already in FIFA 12, uh, because one guy who's a real master of this is Bruce Granick. Uh, and the mm. rare reason why I, I actually got so, so surprised now when Jape said it is that it's a lot of pe- more people are adapting this where you're basically sending one player and then you just, as you're about to get there, halfway you switch to a different player and you force him to do the pass and you have a basically an easier interception. The only- and when you switch player, you 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 carry on holding second man press, right? So that the other player carries on their run towards the player. The game automatically basically goes to charge at you because you've already sent him so far. So the, the AI does the tackling for you. The, the second man mm. press in, in FIFA 20 is a little bit broken, so it doesn't work to, to the full extent. Mm. And the same thing with the, with the second man press. It's, uh, or sorry, not the second man press. I mean, the cursor switching. Uh, so it basically it's a little bit rough cursor switching to, uh, to a different kind of player, uh, to do this in FIFA 20. And that's where we leave this preview episode. In the supporters pod, we go on to talk about scoring from late run tap-ins, team of the group stage, the messy market crash and the upcoming messy SBC footmas investing and much more you can get that and all foot weekly bonus podcast content through patreon just three dollars a month to get all of that and listen in the knowledge that you are supporting the podcast keeping it going if you'd like to do that go to bit.ly slash more pod that's bit.ly slash more pod so all that's left for me to say is a huge thanks to our patrons to foothead and to those icon patrons chris v legendary fig Lomda, Shane W, Dave B, Hunter B, Martin M, Chris W, Matt L, Anthony R, also ran, DJ FIFA player, Gabe N, Tom B, Cody R, Christopher L, Yannick H, Stephen F, Andrew L M, Craig M, Nick Jack M, Christopher R, Mohammed FC, Tenacious C, Jonathan P, Alistair, Paul, Dominic, Rob P, Jason B D, Adam W, Pobius, Jeff B, Andrew T, Roger D, Dan W, Matt H, Alan M, Savage P, at Pace of a Tortoise, and Sam MG. Thanks once again to those icons, and I'll catch you on the next Foot Weekly podcast very soon. Hey. 
At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.